The bill is passed, and without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. Well, Lauren, there was the gavel. So it has passed. The stopgap measure has passed, uh, and now it's on its way to the Senate. Yeah, exactly. And that is the next stop. That is the next big question. What is going to happen over there? How quickly can they move? Obviously, we are going to be watching very closely for what Chuck Schumer says and does next. But the momentum coming from the House of Representatives now, and that is such a big turn of events given where we were, were just a couple of hours ago. Mm -hmm. um, are, uh, are a good number of the senators on the Hill today? So oh, absolutely. Okay. They had they had lunch together. They had an opportunity to have these conversations. So yes, they are prepared because they were supposed to be having a procedural vote. They are all here ready to vote. So we will just see what the next step is. So conceivably, Lauren, the amount of time that uh, Republicans and Democrats had in the House to read through the 72 pages. Simultaneously, those copies were sent over to the Senate as well. So they could have used that same amount of time uh, to read through it, pour over uh, all those details, and conceivably have a consensus themselves in a matter of uh, hours since the clock is ticking toward a shutdown at midnight. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And as we've said, you know, these conversations weren't happening in a vacuum. Yeah. It wasn't just House Democrats making a decision by themselves. This was a discussion that was had with the White House, a discussion that I'm sure that they had with Democratic colleagues in the United States Senate. So obviously, we just need to wait and see what happens. But I think that, you know, this is a strong indication that Democrats do not want the government to shut down, a strong indication that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy did not want to be in a position where Republicans were blamed for shutting the government government down. So now all eyes are on the United States Senate and the majority leader, Chuck Schumer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And of course, it's got to pass the Senate. So still, you know, the clock is ticking toward the potential government shutdown um, without those votes. But if there's a way in which to assess uh, this stage here, with the House now uh, voting to pass the stopgap measure, is, is this considered a, a victory or defeat as it pertains to Republican leadership, not as it pertains to, you know, government staying open or not, but, you know, all eyes were on Republican leadership um, in this stopgap measure. Yeah. That's certainly going to be in the eye of the beholder, Frederica. Yeah. I mean, you saw House Speaker McCarthy say repeatedly that this is what a leader does, that this is what an adult in the room does. They make sure the government stays open. But there are going to be people on his far right who think that he betrayed the Republican conference, that he betrayed promises that he made to become the speaker, and he could face potential consequences for that. I think that Matt Gates has been very clear that he is deeply frustrated with the speaker of the House. And it's not just Gates. There are others as well who have questioned McCarthy's leadership. But I think that there are others in the conference, Republicans who might be running in swing states for whom a government shutdown would have been extremely detrimental to their reelection, who think that the speaker did the right thing today. So leadership and whether or not McCarthy did the right thing, that's really in the eye of different members within his conference. But obviously, there's a huge question mark about what the future for McCarthy looks like now. Mm -hmm. uh, this measure now, as is, makes its way over uh, to the Senate. Would there ever be any potential of any uh, modifications um, be ahead of a vote? 
That's certainly possible, but time is of the essence right now. We have hours to go until a government shutdown, and changing a bill takes time. You'd have to then send it back over to the House for passage. So, you know, do they want to go back and forth with a volleying effort? I think that remains to be seen. And, you know, obviously, there's just a couple of hours now until midnight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, we have yet to hear from Senator McConnell today, similar to how we have heard from House Speaker uh, McCarthy a couple of times today, uh, you know, lending hope uh, to this moment. And now uh, this stopgap measure has uh, received um, its full endorsement uh, as it will move on to the Senate. Um, should we make any guesses as to <laughs> how long before they're able to assemble everyone in the Senate before a vote is to happen? Well, I think that because members were expecting that there was a procedural vote today, they are around. Obviously, it's always another question entirely how quickly the Senate can be assembled and members can be on the floor. But they were expecting that there was going to be action. Obviously, members recognize that there is a deadline looming and, you know, they can be there pretty quickly. Okay. And, and Lauren, before I let... I'm sorry, what was that? I'm, I'm hearing from one of Okay, I am hearing from my producer that uh, House Speaker McCarthy might be coming out very soon. You're going to see him before I do, <laughs> Lauren, so I know you've got eyes behind your head. You can see him from all angles, so when he comes out, I understand if you have to break away. If you could, Lauren, for us, uh, quickly just kind of summarize what this stop uh, gap spending bill is all about. It does allow for uh, money toward natural disasters, but it's without uh, Ukraine uh, assistance. What else? Yeah, this is a 45-day short-term spending bill that funds the government through mid-November. Obviously, this is going to give them a couple of weeks to negotiate a fuller package. But this is where things could get very tricky because House Republicans have outlined to their members a very aggressive schedule that includes voting on individual one-year spending bills that would fund various agencies across the federal government. That schedule and those bills still face long odds in the House, but they are conservative bills that are going to be dead on arrival in the United States Senate. So even though there's this brief moment of bipartisanship potentially happening, you could then see a scenario where everyone digs back in in their respective corners as they try to continue this fight to fund the government for a year. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, also at the heart are paychecks. You know, uh, paychecks to people from uh, Border Patrol uh, to U.S. military. Uh, that was a big concern that they many of them would be working without pay. This measure is assuring that there wouldn't be any furloughs, there wouldn't be anybody being asked to work without pay, but it would mean fully government working with paychecks flowing. Yeah, I mean, it, it funds the full government at the levels that the government has been operating at for the last year. And obviously, it is a sigh of relief for a lot of federal workers who didn't know if when they went to work on Monday, they were going to be going to work at all, whether they would be going to work without pay, and what the future really presented. Because there was a scenario where if you get into a prolonged shutdown, it it's very hard to get out of it, right? Because both sides are dug in. It takes time for negotiators to start to feel that political pressure, feel the pain of Americans who are experiences, experiencing a lack of government services and really that to start to shake things loose. So obviously that is always a concern and it's a concern that McCarthy actually laid out repeatedly to members of his conference in private meetings. 
if you think that our hand is going to be stronger when we get into a government shutdown, you're wrong because of that factor of once people are in pain, once people are feeling the effects of a shutdown, there is a lot of pressure to get mm -hmm. out of it. And the history of government shutdowns in this country reveal that usually the side that shut the government down doesn't get what they want in the end because there's so much political pain that they're the ones who are willing to come back to the negotiating table. And again, while this vote has passed in the House, it is yet to make it over to the Senate. Hopefully that's something that will happen um, for us to eyewitness and you to talk us through one more time. But in the meantime, even once that were to happen to avert a U.S. government shutdown, as you mentioned, this is for 45 days. So the hard work resumes and perhaps it will be even more, um, you know, tougher fought uh, in time for, you know, by November 17, right? So potentially what is happening at that time? How engaged might the president be on Capitol Hill uh, as he was, you know, months ago? Or might this be an invitation at the White House for members of uh, parties on all sides to come to the White House, let's work this out, let's come up with a plan that everyone's gonna like so that by November 17, we're not back at this juncture again. Yeah, and again, this is another moment where McCarthy's gonna have to make a decision. Does he continue with this process that he's promised a lot of his conservative members to work through one-year spending bills on an individual basis at levels that Republicans want them marked up at? Or, given the fact that there's only a couple of weeks, does he start to work with Democrats to secure that process? And all indications yesterday were that he wanted to move through that process with Republicans. Mm -hmm. But obviously what happened today is a new dynamic. There's a new question. But, you know, I think that Democrats are probably wishing that everyone had just stuck to the agreement that was made back mm -hmm. in May when there was a agreement to set top line spending numbers and start the process sooner. So I think that there's a lot of people who think this probably could have been avoided, right? Yeah. All right, Lauren Fox, you're amazing. 